Welcome to the Sin Chocolate Show, a podcast to create conversations with women across our nation who work in girls' ministry. The Sin Chocolate Show is an outreach of PedestrianGod.com. Today, we speak with Ashley Haynes, the Junior High Girls Director at Hope Church in Memphis, Tennessee. Ashley, we are so glad uh, to have you today. Could you start off just by describing your church a little bit and, and your youth group for us? Yeah, of course. Thanks so much for having me. Um, yeah, so I am at a pretty large church in um, Memphis, and we're Evangelical Presbyterian, and um, I just have the incredible opportunity to work with middle school girls. Um, but we have three different programs throughout the week that each program focuses on something um, different. So we have one that's more outreach focused, one that's more depth and discipleship, um, and one that is like your standard Sunday school. Um, So we have about, I would say we average about 170 students throughout the week. Um, And so, yeah, it's just, it's a blast. (laughs) That's a ton of students. Is that just junior? Yeah, that would be um, just the middle schoolers. So the high school, they um, meet during the same times as us, but in a different space. That sounds a little bit terrifying to me. (laughs) I get that a lot. (laughs) (laughs) So start off with just a really simple explanation of how God brought you to be the junior high girls director there at Hope Church. Okay. Yeah. Um, it's a funny story (laughs) as is, I think most of God's calling, um, individuals, but I always said that I would never work in student ministry. Um, and specifically middle schoolers, I thought that they were horrible, um, and terrifying. And I always felt the call to children's ministry. And so I had been working in children's ministry at hope. Um, and it was really like, in, in my niche and was really enjoying it and really um, seeing like the Lord do incredible things through the ministry that I was in. Um, and my boss, one day he came up to me and he said, Hey, um, leadership is asking if you would be interested in taking the middle school girls position. And at that point, that job had not yet been officially opened. Um, and, and I said, well, no, like, that's actually a horrible idea. I'm not interested at all. Um, and my boss was like, okay, um, it's not a whole lot different than what you're currently doing. Cause I had been working with fourth and fifth graders. Um, and we had been like trying to model that ministry off of the middle school ministry just to help with the transition. Um, and he said, but that's fine. Like we'll keep you in children's. Um, and then a couple of days later I was hanging out with a couple friends, one of them being the junior high guys director. And he said, um, Ash, would you ever consider working in middle school ministry? And I said, no. I <laughs> uh, <laughs> and he was like, well, you should, like, I think that you'd be really good at it. And um, we would make like a really good team. And so it was, as I was driving home, I thought, man, I probably should actually ask the Lord for what he wants me to do. So is um, probably not a coincidence that multiple people have asked me about this job that's actually not open yet. (laughs) Um, And so I brought the Lord into that decision. um, And obviously he told me, yeah, this is, this is it. And it was terrifying and it was completely outside of my comfort zone. Um, But 
I jumped in because, well, the Lord just pushed me into it. So. <laughs> I love that. How long have you been in the with the junior high girls then? I've been doing it for two years now. Okay, so you, you, you're uh, you're fully underwater then. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, we're going to keep on a lighter lighter tone here for a little bit. So, okay. favorite question. What is your go-to YouTube video when you need a laugh? Mm. Um, that's a good question. I, I'm not like a huge YouTube person, but I do love Good Mythical Morning. Yes. Um, and yeah, it's so good. And all of our students love it. So like, it's kind of like just a dual purpose thing because it's so funny and I enjoy it. And yet like, I, I'm also keeping in tune with what my students enjoy. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times we get really good ideas for like games and stuff for our ministry. So it's just like, it's really perfect. <laughs> Those are perfect. That's, is that Rhett and Link? Mm-hmm, yeah. I love- They're I, so funny. Oh, Kevin introduced me, my husband, Kevin, introduced me to the, the series. It's like the Does It series. So Does It Chair, uh -huh. Does It Hot Dog? Yes. Those are so yes. great. Yes, if you are listening so right funny. now and you have not listened to good or watched Good Mythical Morning, start with the Does It series. Those are so amazing. Yeah. All right, that's such a great one. All right, so it's okay if, if you can't think of one, but I am always curious. Have, have you come up with a, an embarrassing moment, anything that's happened while you've been teaching or leading? Yeah, um, I feel like that happens a lot. Um, <laughs> But the one that like comes to my mind is um, we were doing a Wednesday night series where we were combined with the high schoolers. So we have this like room full of, um, at that point, I mean, more than 200 students and all of our leaders. And, um, and we're doing a series that I was really excited about. It was um, kind of like my brainchild and I was closing us out and I was just, I was really, really excited about this series. And um, my specific talk was about um, the masks that we put on and um, how that keeps like other people from knowing who we truly are and um, how it like really um, keeps us from understanding like who the Lord made us to be. And so um, I had this um, idea of like, I was gonna put on multiple masks as I was telling the students the masks that I have worn um, in my life. And so, and they were all like these cute little animal masks. And so by the end of it, I had like five or six masks on and there was like this distorted image of an animal on my face because they were all like, one was an elephant and one was a mouse and one was a zebra. Um, and so then as I was telling them how we need to remove our masks so that like our community can understand who we are and that like ultimately we will appreciate who the Lord created us to be. Um, I would remove a mask and then I would show them the back of it. It would have a word on it that um, God had told me that I was. And so again, I was just really pumped for this. I had practiced the removal of the mask to make sure that it was like going to go well. Cause I also had a, um, a, a mic on my face and so i was like like i gotta make sure that this <laughs> doesn't like hit the mic and it doesn't rip the mic off and um and so i practiced it and it went really well in practice um and about like the second mask in i'm taking it off and it proceeds to just get stuck on another mask <laughs> hanging there and and it's like 
tearing another mask off and all those students are laughing at me and I was like, this is not going well. Um, but thankfully I was able to actually get it off finally, but I was like, this is ruining my whole talk. <laughs> so close to making a good point. <laughs> I love that idea. That's a beautiful visual. It just, you know, one less mask making. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the students were actually super engaged with it too. So that was, that was also really good. <laughs> well, maybe they'll just definitely remember it now. Hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Well, I named this podcast Sin Chocolate because after a long day, which I'm sure you never have long days with a hundred plus oh, middle school students, <laughs> but sometimes you just no. need chocolate you need something so what is it at the end of the day that you just that's that's your stress relieving food um probably cheese dip um which is really like not like, not a healthy choice like queso uh, i could say yes okay not like yeah. cheese whiz oh no 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 okay queso yeah you're the second person <laughs> who said that Really? Yeah, that's very interesting to me. Interesting. Uh, yeah, I'm a sucker for some good queso. Do you have a preferred queso? Um, yeah, so we have here in Memphis, we have a local um, brand. It's called Ponchos, um, and they sell it in, in grocery stores as well as, like, at restaurants. So it's basically like you're going out to eat all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. I'm pretty sure I have some ponchos in my fridge right now. Ah, uh, good. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we will transition here and, and go a little bit deeper. This has been, on, on the more serious notes, one of my favorite parts because the stories have just yeah. been so vast about how God has brought women into the family of God. So I would love to hear uh, how God has reached you with his grace and and uh you know basically the boring way of saying that is what's your testimony yeah um yeah so uh i have only recently um felt a little bit more proud of my story um i think that there was a season of my life where i just thought that my testimony was boring and i thought that like cool people had really cool um messy testimonies and and how like that that really like spoke lies to me about um like the depth that god was working in my life and so so now um i obviously have have changed that mindset and um found the truth of just the beauty of my testimony um but i was raised in a christian home and um, ended up accepting the lord when i was five um and and really like obviously didn't truly understand the depth of what that meant um but i did know that like jesus died for me and like I wanted to live for him um and so in my parents bedroom one night I asked my parents to like walk me through that and um accepted Jesus and just continued to grow up in the church and got super involved with our youth group and um just had people pouring into my life who saw value in me and saw leadership potential in me um and can continuously gave me opportunities to to be a leader um 
which was really incredible. And, and I really didn't have a whole lot of um, self-worth and I didn't really see a lot of value in myself. And so to have adults in my life who were like, no, like, like we want you to be this leader and like, we see um, your leadership potential was huge for me. Um, and so uh, in, I guess it was my eighth grade year, um, I started feeling God calling me to ministry um, and I had no idea what that meant. And so I just like kept being like, nope, you got the wrong person. Like, I am not cut out for that at all. Um, and it ended up being my sophomore year of high school. I was on a leadership retreat um, with our student leadership team. And I was late one night talking with my youth pastor um, and just telling him my fears about this like idea of being in ministry. And, and I, I remember saying to him like, I, I can't do it because I'm not perfect. And, and my youth pastor said, Ashley, like, that is why you can do it. Like, that is why you will be perfect for it because you are not perfect and you recognize how imperfect you are. And the people that you will lead are also imperfect. Um, and so that night um, at this lake house on this leadership retreat, um, I accepted the Lord's call on my life um, and call to ministry. Um, and yeah, and I continue to just have, um, really awesome opportunities where people just pour into me. Um, and so I, um, got connected with this really awesome lady at our church and she, she was a musician and she, um, asked that I helped her lead or help lead with her, um, a choir for young girls. And, and so I started doing that. Um, and prior to meeting her, um, she had been diagnosed with breast cancer and it was stage four and it was really, really bad. Uh, and so um, my December of my junior year of high school, uh, she passed away. And that was like the first significant loss in my life where um, I saw someone who had like been so, so um, connected to me and who had poured into me and I saw them be taken away. and. And I was so angry. I was so angry um, at God. And I didn't understand, like she was doing awesome things for the kingdom. And I was like, <laughs> like it would be better for, for her to be here. And now like you had to take her away. Um, and selfishly, I was like, I would be better like for her to like, if, if she were here with me. Uh -huh. um, and so I really like, really struggled with anger, um, but also like hiding that anger and not like, like I wanted to be, um, still this happy person that everyone thought was really great and um was like perfect at everything and was just thriving at life and so i didn't allow anyone to know that i was angry um and that i was like just really significantly mad at god um and and i finally like i mean months later had this recognition like a realization that god's plans are completely different than our own plans and like it is okay that i didn't understand it but the reality was like there was joy in the midst of that anger and there was like like i needed to appreciate the fact and that i had her in my life and that she poured into me and she um really was the one that like pushed me into children's ministry and helped me like understand um that call on my life and what what ministry looked like um but yeah it that started like um i think my journey to figuring out uh 
what it looked like to actually be imperfect um, and allow other people to see my imperfections rather than um, be imperfect and just pretend that I had everything figured out. Um, Cause for years that was just what I wanted other people to see. Um, and so that was a, a constant thing that I am learning to allow <laughs> people to see my brokenness. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. So yeah, I ended up going to college for children's ministry um, and then yeah, have just been in ministry ever since. That's awesome. I love your vulnerability. Cause I think that's something that our students really need from us is to see us be honest and open with our anger and doubts yeah. or whatever it is so that they know that God's word is strong enough to handle it. Right. So thinking about yeah. some of your girls and, and just a reminder. So these are, is it, what is junior high? Is it sixth through eighth grade? Yes, sixth through eighth. Okay. So your sixth through eighth grade girls, thinking just about them, what would you say some of the top issues are that they're facing right now? Um, issues with social media and how... Um, really a couple of things within that, um, how to present themselves on social media in a positive way. Um, I, they, I, I think that they are like far too young and it breaks my heart that they're dealing with this, but, um, a lot of my girls are dealing with, um, sending nudes and, or the pressures of sending nudes. Um, or, and so, so yeah, learning how to navigate social media, um, and what, what is appropriate behavior on social media, mm. but then also, um, with that, like learning not to compare, um, yeah. you know, social media is like just a comparison culture. Mm. Um, and I think a lot of adults fall into that, but it's really hard for middle schoolers because like really comparison is their life. Um, and they just don't have like, like their brain isn't developed enough <laughs> to be able to like realize that mm-hmm. what they're seeing on social media isn't real necessarily. Right. So I think the, those are really like figuring out identity in, in the midst of all of that. So I feel like I'm still very much in the young generation, but I am just old enough that phones and especially cell phones with cameras were not part of me growing up. That just wasn't a thing. So right. especially... right sending a nude picture of myself, that just, I mean, would not have crossed any of our minds. It wasn't an option. So what is it that you're doing as a church to keep your parents and your volunteers equipped, especially when it comes to really, really serious issues like that one? Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, we... Our church is lucky to have um, specifically like a family and marriage ministry as well as a children's ministry and a youth ministry. And so the family and marriage ministry, they do a lot of um, classes with technology and parenting and what that looks like. Um, and, And they've had opportunities for us as a youth staff to come alongside them and also talk about that. We have um, specifically a small group of moms of teenagers, and every year um, one of our youth staff will come in and we'll talk about technology, what's new in technology, what are the the latest social media things, um, and and, like what do you need to know as a parent, Um, and then just like one-on-one, and um, as I am going deeper with girls and I'm developing um, deeper relationships with those girls, 
uh, am also in the midst of that developing relationships with their parents. And so um, if I do find out that one of my girls is sending nudes, um, I should be able to like make that phone call. And, and, and even if I didn't know the parent, I would still make the phone call. Um, but just making sure that relationally, like I know the parents and that they know me. Um, and so not only am I earning the right to be heard in my students' lives, but I'm earning the right to be heard in their, in their parents' lives mm -hmm. so that they, they know that if I call them and say, Hey, like, I just found out that your daughter, um, is posting this or sending this on Snapchat, um, that they don't immediately take like this defensive approach, but they could be like, well, like Ashley has our family's best interest in mind. And mm -hmm. like, she's not just saying for the heck of it. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, so one of the, the, I think the most helpful things about just a bunch of girls ministers from all over the country kind of coming together in conversation here is just talking about resources even. So do you have any books, yeah. any Bible studies, anything that you just really love to put in the hands of your students? Yeah, we have this awesome um, subscription at Hope that we've given all of our um, members and visitors, but it is Right Now Media. I don't know if you've heard of it, um, but it is essentially Netflix for um, like a Christian audience. And it has more than just videos. It has um, just like book studies and like video studies. It has um, links to different conferences. And so like, it is phenomenal. Um, and we have been going through a lot of our small group studies are from Right Now Media, and they have really, really solid studies that are um, like on books of the Bible. And, and our students have been really engaging with them. Um, and what is cool is that like there is just a huge variety of teachers. And so even like the video studies, um, our students are able to see like all different types of people teaching. Um, and, and Hope is a church that is just big on diversity and making sure that um, we are a church that is for all people and that um, everything we do communicates that. So um, our, our leadership is diverse and the people on the stage are diverse. And, um, and so that's something that I love is that I can offer lots of different like video studies and um, and have our students see a, a um, diverse group of people who are teaching. Mm -hmm. um, there, there's a specific study that we just did with our girls. It's called Dream Big, and it's a video study too. Um, but it was all, all about like identity and finding like your worth in Jesus and um, figuring out like what what is our purpose mm -hmm. um, and what like how do we live our lives in the context that we are in for God? And it was just, it was so good for especially middle school girls mm -hmm. who are in the midst of like, who am I and <laughs> what is happening? And so. Do you have to be invited to right now media? Um, I think, I think anyone can have it. I think, um, I think there might be like a payment thing if it's not like a subscription with a church. Okay. Um, I'm not positive. Yeah. Someone, but I think anyone. Someone asked me that recently because I have it through my alma mater. But okay. And then I was able to send them an invite. But otherwise, they seem to not be able to get to the content. So I, I didn't investigate oh, in that very hard. Yeah. I'll have to look into that. Yeah. Because it's great. Yeah. I'll second you on that. 
right now media is just, yeah it's fascinating and uh, I loved it I, it just it blew me away I had no idea it existed right how yeah, about there's so much content on there how about for leaders do you have a, a different set of books you might recommend um yeah I um this isn't necessarily a leadership book but I'm currently reading through it's called liturgy of the ordinary um, and it's by Tish Harrison Warren and, and it is, I mean, so good. It just talks about like learning to like worship and find like, um, moments of worship in the midst of like literally ordinary things in your lives. So like one chapter is about like brushing your teeth and one chapter is about eating leftovers and how like we can see God and his, um, just like providence and, um, just incredible like nature in the midst of these little, little things. Um, and so I think, I think that's good really for anyone. Um, we, we have read, um, I think it's called just like Jesus. Um, and that was like a really good leadership book. Um, we try to read books as a staff, uh, throughout the, the year, um, which is good. I also love anything by Louis Giglio. Mm-hmm. Um, like he just has has really good good things um and for women christine kane is an awesome resource too um yeah awesome all right well we will move into our final question and it's just been interesting to hear how girls ministers are handling this it's a trend that i'm ready for it to pass on should (laughs) should leggings be worn as pants um I say ultimately no. Um, and when I get this issue in my ministry, if the girls are wearing a t-shirt that is covering their butt, um, significantly covering their butt, then they can wear the leggings. But if, if any part of their butt is exposed, there's no way that they're going to walk into my <laughs> ministry with leggings on. <laughs> I'm just, I'm ready for even yoga pants. I'm ready for them to go away. Yeah. We're, we're ready mm-hmm. for a new trend. <laughs> There's someone we can call about that. Yes. <laughs> can we just make sweatpants a trend? Oh, <laughs> oh, absolutely. I would love some sweatpants trends. I'd be all about that. Like a, like a track suit. Yes. Like a velvet matching, <laughs> like, a, like a zip up matching track suit. I'd be right. Okay Perfect. <laughs> Got it. We have finally solved that. <laughs> And on that note, <laughs> solving problems left and right. <laughs> Ashley, it has been so nice to talk to you. Uh, thank you so much for your time. Thank you so much. Yeah, of course. Thanks for having me.